Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to The Mentor. I'm Mark Boris. Now, a recent study has shown that 10 years ago, just 10 years ago, people working in small businesses were only about half as productive as those working in big businesses. And why? Because those bigger businesses had access to technology which helped workers get more done, and guess what, in less time. So that equals efficiency. But now, the digital divide is closing and closing really quick. So in this episode, I'm going to speak with a guest who knows a lot about technology and how it can influence the success of your business. Paul Tyler is the Chief Customer Officer for Business at NBN. I'm going to ask Paul about the impact of technology on revenue, on employment growth, on costs, and why if you're not investing in technology in your business, you could be missing out. And how do I find the right deal for me? What are the variables in terms of picking the right package from my retailer? And then once I've got that sorted, how then do I get advice as to what are the right digital software tools that I should be using to improve my business? So let's get into it. Paul Tyler, welcome to The Mentor. Great to be here. So Paul is the Chief Customer Officer for a business at MBN. What do you do there, mate? So I look after pretty much everything outside of the residential uh, segment. So, um, yeah. For business Business, owners. government, small business, yeah. large business. And for me, this is a really important discussion for me because two years ago I was asked by the treasurer at the time, who was who is now the prime minister, to chair a task force into – digitization of small businesses in Australia. And I don't think we got to speak to NBN. Um, We did meet up with Telstra. Um, We didn't get to talk to NBN. But maybe my secretariat at the time did talk to NBN. I can't remember. It was a couple of years ago. And the objective of the government, and I think it's so important, was about digitizing small businesses in Australia. That means a whole lot of things with the objective to make them more efficient, cut costs out of their business, increase their sales, increase their revenue line. And, you know, interestingly enough, what the Prime Minister, the now Prime Minister said to me, he said, Mark, I'll be happy if digitization gets them an extra few free hours a week where they can spend it with their family. 
Is that what we're talking about when we talk about digitization? Like, you know, getting people smart around how to run their businesses? Yeah, absolutely. I think the uh, research shows quite clearly that uh, the access to technology really unlocks that that productivity. So there's some stats that are kicking around. In fact, we released some research recently that's showing that um, small businesses uh, were used to be about half as productive. Uh, employees in small businesses used to be about half as productive as employees in, in big businesses, largely on the back of access to uh, sophisticated technology. And what's changed over the last 10 years or so is that access to technology for small businesses has become the same as for big businesses. So the world of the cloud, of software as a service models, things like that, enables small businesses to get access to the same applications uh, without all that huge upfront IT investment that would be required in the past. So that efficiency, that productivity, the access to markets is as available to small business now as big businesses, but they don't all take it up. They're not all aware of of the opportunity. Well, let's let's just tease it out a little bit though, Paul, because you just summarised the whole podcast in like 45 seconds and we've got 40 minutes to fill here and I'm not going to let you get away with anything um, until (laughs) I I actually tease all the stuff out of you. Um, One thing we found, and it may not be relevant anymore, one thing we found was Australians are brilliant at using their mobile phones. In fact, one of the best in the world in a social sense, like, you know, we're on, you know, we're on all the social digital mediums. Australians love taking up mobile phones. In fact, a lot of the mobile phone companies try things out here in Australia. But when it comes to digital uptake for business owners, we're one of the worst. Is that, is that surprise you? Well, why, why do you think that could be the case? Why do you think we're like that business-wise? What, I mean, uh, why is the guy who's running the delicatessen still not on Zero or on uh, QuickBooks or um, doesn't use Instagram or Facebook, uh, doesn't um, use any technology for whatever reason? Why is that? Can't afford it. They're too scared. I don't think it's it's an affordability issue anymore. It used to be, but I don't think it's anything to do with cost anymore. It's more time. Do they think they they can't afford it? I I just don't think they know what they don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, they're not aware of the, uh, the opportunity that things like Zero do enable. Um, and uh, where do they find out? You know, who do they talk to? Uh, how do they have the time to go and find out? These are time poor people. Uh, they're not necessarily technology experts. Uh, you know, just that access to information is, is a challenge for small businesses. So it's an awareness program, though. I think so. Because you know, part of our finding was, apart from us working out what all the various digital tools are and uh, finding out who all the big providers of the digital tools are, you know, like we, we went and spoke to everybody, you know, you know, obviously we spoke to all the, um, uh, Googles of the world. We held, you know, hackathons with them about trying to resolve the problem. We, we went and saw, you know, all the music people in the country. We spoke to Zero and QuickBooks and, um, MYOB. We, we spoke to the big banks. We, we spoke to everybody, you know, we pretty much hit the whole marketplace and, uh, one of the conclusions was um, how do we build a program to build awareness? Um, so, well, I mean, you're, you're at MBN. What, what do you guys do? do? Do you actually actively go out there and try and build awareness programs? To, not, not necessarily to talk someone to taking up MBN, but build awareness programs as to how digitization can help their small business? Or is that word digitization, is that too bloody complex? So, do people not know what the hell you're talking about, digitization? I mean, is that the wrong word? So there are a few questions in there. Mm. Um, 
So yes, we do. We engage with uh, all sorts of bodies, where, you know, things like Cosboa and, and various other um, industry bodies to try and, and speak to uh, small business and, and larger businesses as well around the range of opportunities that are out there for them to take advantage of. Of course, NBN has its part to play as well, right? So you don't get access to all these technologies without having the right underlying access technology itself from NBN. And I think that's changed over the last uh, number of years. We, we now see that uh, the average speeds for access have, over the last 10 years have gone from you know, somewhere 5 to 10 megabits to now fifty to uh, sorry 30 to 50 megabits per second well, just, Can I stop you on that for a minute, Paul? So how important is the speed of access, like uh, in terms of people's willingness to take it up? I and mean, was, was that a friction point? Enough, there wasn't enough speed in the access point? Yes. Was that friction? Yeah, speed speed is one of the issues, but there is a whole range of issues why the access technology, the which is now NBN, and, and in the in the past it's been other things, has been a limiting factor. Explain that. that. A lot of our audience don't understand what you're talking about now. So um, accessing uh, all these great tools on the internet, things like Zero, or just accessing the internet, accessing the internet itself, yep. uh, is is influenced by how you access it. So um, what speed, you, you mentioned speed is, is an example, but that's typically a download speed. But maybe for something like Xero, you want to upload a lot mm. of files. So it's not just about download speed, but it's also upload speed. There are other things that... Uh, are they different? I mean, is that, upload and download different? Absolutely. In, in your classic uh, NBN service, you have a something like a 50 meg download and a 20 meg upload. That's a typical uh, residential application. For businesses, we find actually they often want the same. They want a symmetrical service, the same amount of data going up as down. So that's why we have a different set of offerings for businesses that are actually built for those needs of businesses, different types of applications, uh, and they're, they're different to the classic residential um, service. Uh, can you explain to me, like I'm not a technologist, but can you explain to me when you say 50 megs of for a business – um, 50 megs of download capacity and or 50 megs of upload capacity. I know what that means. It means, you know, upload, I might be filling in information on my zero account to make sure my accounts get built out so I can uh, buy zero or the zero system so that I can actually get my uh, my uh, GST done, for example, my BAS statement done. Um, but uh, we're just talking a sort of word capacity. Um, does that mean like you change the microfiber or whatever the hell it is it's you know well what is this i mean what what are you changing a wire or something or are you just flicking a switch or you've got you know, uh, you have if you've got unlimited capacity with what exists so how does it how does it all work so as we rolled out the nbn we have what does that mean as you rolled out the yeah. nbn literally so, so we've connected every premise or nearly by the end by the middle of next year we'll have connected pretty much every premise in the country certainly everything connected with what with an nbn service and there's a range of different physical technologies that that's, that, that's that what i want to know what are they there's, there's a range, and we, we use different technologies for different needs. Sometimes we use fibre, sometimes we use fibre uh, into just up the street, sometimes it's just out to the front of the house. There's various ways we connect. But, but the common theme is we've now removed that limitation. We've, we've now got uh, the ability to, to uh, deliver much higher speeds than was previously available, upload speeds, download speeds, all yep. this. We'll also, for bigger businesses or for more sophisticated needs, we'll actually build fibre, build a dedicated fibre uh, for those, those type of um, uses. But you talk about things like uploading your BAS statement. But if we go to other, you know, something a bit easier to understand, something like video. 
So for you, when you're sitting at home and you're you're consuming a lot of video, Netflix, YouTube, or you know, education uh, activities, whatever it might be, it's it's all coming into your house. Yep. Uh, but for a business, you might want to do things like video surveillance, where you're producing the video in the business and you want to send that out to the cloud. Yeah. Uh, so might, you just so uh, just stop it so everyone's listening. So you, you might have um, a, a, you know, like a video surveillance in your in your premises. This is upload yep. because that video surveillance doesn't sit on a disc anymore or hard disk anymore or a CD or something. It actually goes out into the cloud, which means you've got to send it back through the NBN, through the system, that's into right. the cloud. So that, that's really important. Yeah, or video conferencing where you've got equal amounts of, of data, video, coming both ways. There's lots of different applications that businesses use that sort of challenge the network differently to a residential user. Like what? where we are right now. Exactly. We're in a studio. I can't imagine the amount of data they're sending back through the internet from here at uh, Southern Cross or Stereo. Let's have a chat about that afterwards, Mark. Yeah. I'll, I'll put you on the right plan. But actually that's a, that's a, a really um, interesting point to, um, to talk about because the reality is most businesses don't know what they need. Mm. And we've tried to help that. So on our website, we've built a, a tool called a Solution Finder. Uh, and it's a simple uh, set of questions that we ask. Uh, and they're things like, how big is your business? How many mm. employees? Um, how many sites? Is it a multi-site business or a single-site business? What kind of applications do you want to use? What kind of internet applications? And so there's a series of questions, five or six questions. And against those questions, it will make a recommendation recommendation of which of the NBN technology or which of the NBN plans uh, we would recommend. It's like a calculator. Just like a calculator. So yeah. like, cause, cause that's interesting to me because uh, let's say I'm, I'm a, a new business and uh, I'm an internet-based business and I'm selling my product and or service online. There are people coming in to see me, so I'm getting incoming requirements and I've, then I've got outgoing requirements because I have to maybe send a pitch to them or I might have to... Um, People have to look at my product lines on my on my website, etc. Um, I reckon most people wouldn't have a clue how much capacity they need. What happens normally? Do they just do people just normally try capacity and go, "Oh my god, there's not enough capacity." I'm getting. What happens when you don't have enough capacity? Most people think of the NBN as the NBN. Yeah, they don't realise that there are a whole range of different types of NBN to meet the different needs that you might have. And for many, uh, if all residences, and, and for many businesses, the basic uh, residential NBN service is fine. Yeah. But for a lot of other businesses, it's not. And so what we find when we do the research, uh, we look at our customer experience um, results, we're finding that business satisfaction is lower than residential satisfaction. And that comes from a, d a couple of different reasons. Uh, one, expectations are, are higher. Uh, they expect more. Uh, what, two, do you, what do you mean they expect more? More what? They expect a higher service. They yeah. they expect or, or their more their, capacity. Well, their sensitivity to problems or outages in the case of a business where your variability to trade is is that much higher. Yeah. So if there's an issue, they expect it to be fixed very quickly, and so that's why we've built out different service models for businesses. So we will uh, we will fix things uh, faster. Uh, against a higher service model. We've got um, an Australian-based business operations centre that we, we built out to support the needs of businesses if they're on a, a business plan. So that, the, the, the yeah. satisfaction is worse because, uh, one, um, they have higher expectations. Two, they have more demanding applications and different types of applications to residential users. But three, 
and this is the most important one, I think, is because they're not always on the right plan. They're not on a plan that's been built for the needs of businesses. They weren't even aware that such a plan existed. And so that's something we're really trying to well, get. I don't, exa- I don't understand this, Paul, so maybe you could help me out here. So um, let's say I've got a business and, I'm, for example, I'm running from a home, for argument's sake. So I'm not really looking for residential. My first mistake is I might put, be putting myself on a residential plan. So really what you're saying, I should be on a business plan perhaps. Um, but when you say there, there are business plans which allow for outages to be repaired more quickly or, or sorted more quickly, what, what do you mean by that? So if you said to me, hey, Mark, for twenty an extra 20 bucks a month, um, I can f- I can service outages, I mean, faster or how is that? What do you mean by that? That's exactly what we're saying. So our standard service level provided to our retailers is we'll fix things by the end of the next business day. That's a, that's a that's pretty, your standard. That's a standard, yep. and that's pretty typical in in um, most utility uh, yep. type of businesses. Uh, but for certain applications, for certain businesses where where that that could take them out of business, uh, we offer a, a higher service level where we will respond and fix things within four hours, twenty four by seven. Uh, that's very expensive for us to provide, of course. Uh, so it is a different type of service model that we sell um, and is available to businesses should they need it. What causes an outage, though? Well, what do you mean by an outage? It could be all sorts of things, any number of things. Um, there could be problems with people digging in the street. There, there could be issues with, um, with electronic equipment all through the path. Uh, but this is why I want to keep coming back to this solution finder. I think it's really important that businesses understand what they want out of their NBN connection. What, what are they going to use it for? Uh, understand their applications, understand their sensitivity to downtime, and against that, make sure you're on the right plan to meet their needs. I'm not suggesting the residential product isn't, isn't a good product. It's, a, it's an excellent product. And it's excellent. It, it fits very well for a lot of businesses. In fact, probably the majority of businesses, 98% of businesses in the country are, are small businesses. And they work on the residential plan? They, they will. Uh, but there are a, a lot of businesses for whom that's not satisfactory. That doesn't deliver the capability, the, the, uh, the level of service that they require. And for those businesses, we recommend you are on a, a plan that was built for that particular application. So what, like, if I'm looking at the variables because I'm just about to launch my business or have launched my business from my home premises or from a small office environment somewhere. The first variable is um, the amount of uploads and downloads I have to consider. Yep. That's one you just already touched on. And you're saying there's a calculator on the NBM website which allows me to sort of get a bit of a sense of that. So I buy, I don't, I spend enough, but don't spend too much. Or, and and or don't spend not enough. Um, another one is uh, making sure that I'm on a plan that can fix an outage depending on the sensitivity of my business to outages. It could be 24 hours the next day or it could be within the 24 hours. Um, what are the variables that I should be looking for? Because I don't think, I mean, I've never thought about this stuff, but I don't think most businesses, when they're trying to get themselves set up, they're going, shit, where's my marketing? Where's my inventory? Who's manufacturing this stuff? What's my price? Will I get enough customers? I've got a staff member here that's driving me mad. Um, I've got to get this launch because my bank's on my back. And they think, oh, I've got to have an internet. But they don't think about all this detail that sits under the internet. Yep. So there's two variables. What, what are some other variables I should be thinking about? Well, firstly, that's not a discussion that, that they need to have on their own. 
so they can talk to their retailer, their their uh, internet service provider. You need to explain that because people think MBN's MBN's a thing, but they think you ring MBN. But explain the the connection between MBN and the retailer. Sure. So we're a wholesaler. Yep. We provide uh, services to the retailers. The retailers are the Telstra's, the Optus's, the Aussie Broadband, and the, and the many others. TPG. I, I, TPG. Is that of course. Example? Yeah. 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 Uh, so all your normal ones. There's 180 retailers of, of NBN. Oh, really? And that and they resell access exactly. to the NBN system. That's correct. NBN doesn't do it themselves. No. Right. Okay. We don't sell those services directly to end users. So when someone doesn't turn up to connect something, that's probably not NBN. That's the retailer, is it? It could be either. Could be either. But that that, that level of complexity is not something the the, uh, the end user, the business owner, needs to worry about. We we do that in the back end. So they can have that discussion about their needs with their retailer. They can have that discussion about their needs with any number of the, uh, you know, the ICT type businesses who sell services into them, you know, the, the advice brokerages, or they can look on our website and there's a lot of information on our website to help businesses think through what they could actually, uh, you know, what their needs are likely to be, such as the solution finder that I, I referred to before. Before they go to the retailer. They could do it. Before they go to the retailer, they could do it as they're talking with the retailer. It's really about under, making sure you understand what you want to use the internet for. And th- that's not just about access to the web. You know, this is about how you're going to use your telephony. Phone lines are mm. still an incredibly important part of the machinery in a, in a business. Mm. Um, your point of sale, uh, your alarm systems, your surveillance system. Do you offer Wi-Fi to your guests? You know, all those kind of applications all contribute to the demand on the network and the shape of the traffic that you'll be driving through the internet. So my my advice does that is mean the shape of the traffic? Whether it's a symmetrical, you know, whether it's the same amount of upload and download, or whether you're going to be consuming much more or producing much more uh, data back into the internet. So let's say I've got a cafe, and uh, I want to I want to get an edge on the cafe down the road. So I'm going to say free internet, free Wi-Fi. Um, what, like what what am I supposed how am I supposed to work out? Great, great example. So free Wi-Fi is becoming uh, quite common, right? As a, in fact, whether you, it gives you an advantage or whether you simply have to provide it because every other yep. cafe is doing it, it's the same thing. So if you're at home and you've got you know uh, two or three people, four or five people using the Wi-Fi and you're all streaming 4K, whatever, you know how the experience starts to, to get congested and how things slow down, right? How it's, it's not great when everyone's using the Wi-Fi at the same time. Well, it's no different in a business. So if you've got now 20 or 30 customers sitting there all trying to use the Wi-Fi at the same time, if you're on a, on a very uh, standard internet plan, the experience is going to be terrible. Your mm. customers are going to be disappointed and that leads to you know, a pretty poor perception of the, of the cafe, even though it's got nothing to do with the coffee. So what you need to do if you want to provide that service to your customers is get the right internet connection for that. Now we have, as I said, a range of, of offerings, and they go. It's not the connection, though. It's, it's, it's the right package. It's the right package, yeah. But the package is is enabled by the the NBN at the end of the day. The the I, 60, I I'm confused. I mean, so sixty percent of the connections in Australia at the moment use this this standard fifty meg down, twenty meg up connection. Right. That's what you'll you'll have at home. I'm, but what do you I'm mean sure. by the connection? What you talk about the physical thing now? The end, no. So the NBN physical technology is plumbed into the house and then the plan that sits over it. Okay. Well, that's the plan. Yeah, the plan. But that's 50 megs down, 20 megs up. But we'll, we will uh, make available to businesses uh, 
plans to go up to 1,000 megs down, 1,000 megs up. Uh, that's our most uh, sophisticated offering. I'm not suggesting the cafe wants that particular service, but my point is they have, a ra- they have access to a whole raft of different types of services that you know, will meet their requirements, but they need to understand what their requirements are. Yeah, so okay, I, I, we're going to go to the break, but I, I, I want to come back to you because, I mean, I, I, I apologise. I mean, this is sort of pretty trite, commonplace stuff for you to, to be talking about, but this is an opportunity for us to break some stuff down as to how you properly equip your business to compete in the digital arena because, you know, that's a big deal today. How you compete properly by actually starting off with the right foundation in terms of your, I don't know what the word is, connectivity or your connectivity capabilities. And I I just want to quickly finish this part off before we get on to some other stuff about what are the variables that I should be thinking about? Because I'm telling you now, I mean, I speak to hundreds, hundreds, if not thousands of people in small business, they do not know it. They don't even think about it. They just say, I've got to get internet access. They don't think of uploads, downloads. They don't really think to ask their retailer any of these questions. They definitely probably don't go onto your website and do the research first off. Now, sophisticated people will, but your average established business, they don't. Okay, we're back from the break and I've got Paul Tyler here with me and uh, like he's an expert on digital and the, the big deal here for me anyway is that we don't get enough digital experts on this show to talk about how important digital is to advance your business, to survive in business for that matter and to, you know, simple things like just getting your message out there and or selling off your product to your customers because there's an expectation today that you have capacity. And we're talking about what are the variables you need to think about when you're making that decision as to what package you do buy. And we've established um, outages. In other words, how quickly you get, you get me back up when there's a problem in the street, someone's dug a hole and they've cut through something. Uh, and obviously that costs you a little bit more if you need to be up within 10 hours or something like that. Um, what, the capacity of what I'm uploading and downloading, um, you know, we at home, we you know, work on maybe 50 and 25 in, in that order, in and out. Uh, maybe it needs to be 50 and 50. These are things that I know most small businesses don't talk about. And I want to make sure, just want to make sure that I've covered off all the variables here, Paul, about what small businesses need to establish in order to get an efficient system, internet access system for their business in wherever it is they work. So repair of outages, uh, upload versus upload and download capacity, what other sort of stuff should we be talking about? So those are really important They're the two main ones. Well, there's there's one other one, which is priority. So uh, if you think about a business whose very lifeblood is its ability to trade online, whose you can't, your your tool's not going to work, uh, or your e-commerce site's not going to work, or you're unloaded, un- unable to upload. That's your, a really your good one. You know, you, you, your cash register doesn't work because you know you might have you might have uh, uh, one of the you know latest and greatest uh, point of sale systems. Exactly. Um, and if it breaks down, all of a sudden you've got to start taking you're cash toast. or something. Yeah, because most and most people don't have cash. I've seen that actually happen. So, so the the final point is um, is priority. Uh, with a uh, with a, a normal residential plan, then it can get congested. 
So if you think about uh, things like um, some of the, the, the big software releases that get released, you know, the latest iPhone software, it could be the Call of Duty game that was released last week, which was 70 gigabytes. Uh, it could be the latest Fortnite release, which was 20 gigabytes. If that's suddenly thrown into the whole network and, ev- and you know, everyone is downloading at the same time, you can get congestion. Mm. So the final point with, with the, the – You mean at your place? Yeah. yeah. The, the network can Because capacity – it's, it's congested because the capacity is limited. Yeah. So if you think about um, our business plans, business NBN plans, we also have a priority where your traffic will always get through. So we commit to having that capacity available for you. So if you think about the Harbour Bridge, uh, the Harbour Bridge is uh, is fine as long as it's not not congested. Uh, but if everyone, everyone tries to use the Harbour Bridge at the same time, you get, you get pileups and, and cars don't go through. But there's a bus lane. So some of these business plans are like the bus lane. They will give you priority to go through the bridge um, and, and not get congested during that peak time. Right. That, that's interesting. So, so the three variables are, A, your general capacity, in other words, and, and, you know, uploads, downloads, yep. um, your ability to get things fixed if yep. there's an outage. That, and that's obviously critical to most retailers, particularly where there's a point of sale. Uh, a point of sale software in your cash register. And the last one is priority. In other words, in the event that there is a massive upload or download required, that you've got the bus lane. That's it. <laughs> in other words, and, and what you do with, and then once you've established that package, once you get a bit of a sense of that package for your business, you then talk to your retailer. Absolutely. You say, I don't know, and then they'll talk you through the various pricings. They'll say, well, this will cost you, you know, 100 bucks a month, this co- whatever. Yeah, and then maybe what you should do is then compare that retailer to another retailer. You might you might say you might talk to TPG. I'm not picking on picking on them, and then you might go and check TPG's prices with Telstra. You might go and check with how many other people are there? How many su- suppliers? There's are there? Hundreds of hundreds uh, of retailers. Well, is there a list of them somewhere? Like, they're on our website. They're on your website, so I can go to the MBN website, see all the retailers. Correct. And do you rank them? No, no. Do, I mean, can I? I mean, well, let's say I'm trying to say, well, who's a new entrant? Who's and everyone's got capacity, yeah, because it's really you're, you're, you're the wholesaler. You're providing the capacity. Would that be correct? Correct. Yeah. So no one retailer really in a capacity sense is better than the other. Would that be fair to say? No, there's lots of, lots of things happen within the retailers part of the network. Well, t- explain that bit to me because that's important. Well, the retailers will, uh, will buy not just the, the, the connection, the, the, um, the, the plan from us, but they'll also buy a certain amount of capacity to connect to the end right. as well. But uh, we don't we don't rank. Uh, Can you fall in a hole by picking the wrong retailer? So we won't recommend uh, retailers. No, no. We we uh, we uh, are completely non. Obviously, because you're a wholesaler. But can you fall in a hole by picking the wrong retailer? I mean, is that possible? What could go wrong? Well, some uh, there's different levels of satisfaction between different retailers. Uh, and there's various comparison websites out there that you can um, that you can get access to. To, to so my next step would be once I get a bit of a sense from going through your web, MBM website and find out what I actually need. And those they're the three variables we just gone through. Um, I've got to go then talk to some retailers and compare prices. But maybe I've got to go to one of those comparison websites and just see, which has nothing to do with MBM, but just see what everyone else is saying or, about them. Or talk to you know, similar businesses that you you know. You know, get get. Uh, get some um, testimonials. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Just do, do your research. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I do all that and I've got my capacity set up. I've gone and transacted with somebody who's a retailer. I've now got – they've now come in and, you know, they've connected me. Um, I paid my first month's payment or whatever it is. I've got my – I'm sorted. Now, how can I use 
digital means to improve my business. So, um, what are you guys right. experiencing? So, just before we get there, my my recommendation is to make sure the retailer is selling you a business NBN service if that's what you need. Is that what it's called? Let's call it a business, business NBN? NBN service. Yeah. If that's what you need, if, you've, uh, yeah, if you're, yeah, after yeah. you've done your research, you've established that's the uh, that's the offer I, I need. So then, make sure your retailer is is selling you exactly. So, that. just for anyone who's listening to this, what are the words? What's the question you need? They need to ask a business NBN or is it NBN business? What what's it called? Business NBN, and there's a range of different types of business NBN that the retailers uh, offer. Yeah, and uh, and just make sure you get the one that meets your needs. Yep, would be got my, that. my advice. So you know, you but you first want to establish that. People should make sure that they ask for a business NBN yep. package, right? I just want to just come back to this because I just want to make sure we got the right nomenclature, the right language when you're talking to your retailer. I don't care who it is that we've got the right language. You need to establish that you've got the right business NBN package. If you have needs yep. that go beyond what the the, uh, the normal NBN service will provide then yes, they can be delivered with Business NBN. And so make sure you're asking your retailer to give you a package that includes the Business NBN offer. Right, okay. So now I've got, I've got my capacity sorted, hopefully. Um, and by the way, if it's not sorted, I can always fix it up, change it around and change it up, experience it because, you know, there's going to be a bit of learning curve and all that sort of stuff for every business. I mean, to some extent, there's a little bit of, there's a little bit of um, assumption making and I won't call it guesswork, but you know, you're going to do your best to pick the right package, but it might not always be the perfect package. You might have to, you know, your business has changed, everything evolves. Well, how then does someone like you at MBN, someone with the experience of you, help Australian small businesses? What would you say they should be doing to make sure that they can help themselves? More importantly, Australian small businesses use digital means to improve their business either the revenue line or the cost line, efficiency line, or just get a day off a week because they're doing they're using digital means, digital tools to improve their processes and to improve their offering, et cetera. What's your experience? I think there's some great research out there that, that shows clearly that businesses who invest in technology are doing better. Fundamentally, they're doing better. Invest, that scares everybody. What do you mean by that? Well, the average small business spends about $5,000 or less a year on technology. Uh, which is less than 1% of their turnover. But if you look at, say, the research that we recently released by a company called Alphabeta, you can see that those that invest more in technology are getting a disproportionately high return in terms of growth in revenue, growth of, in, of employment. Uh, those businesses that are investing in technology are are failing a lot less. There's a very clear correlation between this uh, investment in technology and the business outcomes. And, and why would that be? It's, it's pretty simple. The, the world is moving on very quickly, adopting digital uh, tools and techniques. And if you're not, then you're falling behind. You're less productive. You're less able to access the wider market, broader markets. People don't know you exist if you're not. Less than half of the businesses in, in Australia have a website, mm. uh, things like that. Some really basic stuff, invoicing, uh, stock control, um, uh, payroll. The, these are all time-consuming uh, processes that if you're a traditional paper-based business, you're putting your time into and it's costing you money. You, we, uh, you need to recognize the world has moved on, recognize how much more productive you can be by getting access to these online tools to, uh, to you know, simplify those well, where processes. do I find these online tools? I mean, is there a place? 
there, there's any number of, um, of different types of tools, right? So yes, through research on the internet, you get access to these. Through discussing uh, with some like like Cosbo through the the Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, but through, no one's going to go to Cosbo. I mean, I mean, I mean, your normal retailer's not going to do that. I mean, well, because this is the problem we got on the the task force. We, where do you find? Who are all? What would be great is if there was a, a non an, a non government organisation environment, which is on the web on on the internet which listed all the retailers of all the various digital tools and uh, and, and then all the – and then maybe – let's say take payroll, for example. Um, so I'm, I, maybe I'm a, you know, running a, a, a sushi bar and I've got you know, lunch and dinner and I'm seven days a week and I've got another one down the road, the road and I've got 25 employees and I've got payroll I've got to pay every week, every month, whatever it is. Group tax, I've got a report to the government. I've got maybe payroll tax I've got to pay as well. So there are payroll digital software. So there are pay, There is payroll software that's available that I could use in my business instead of me sitting down every – whenever I sit down, my wife and I are laboriously going through it and filling it all out by hand in on paper. And there might be 100 payroll – Providers, maybe a hundred payroll providers, is particular their own software or, or particular software. Where the hell do I find out who these people are? What do you think about that? I mean, I mean, maybe you could do that in every not you, not MBM, but you could have that in every single category. Is that where do I find this information? Because it's all over the shop. I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what I'm looking for. And the, the challenge with such a list would be out of date. Uh, the day we publish it because the world is moving so fast, which is not helping you with, with the challenge, of course. So we've tried to do a couple of things. Yes, there's, there is information on our website, uh, but it's not, uh, it's not huge. And yes, you can have these conversations with your, your internet retailer uh, that we've discussed before, but there's also a whole uh, body of businesses in Australia who do exactly that. They, they, um, ICT businesses that really exist. What is an ICT business? They're, they're businesses that help other businesses with their IT needs. What, could, what's ICT mean? Uh, information, communications, technology. Right. Um, so businesses that sell technology to other businesses, and it could be things like uh, their IT, you know, their, uh, their network environment. It could be their computer setup. It could be their website, various other things. What we've, what we've done is we've gone through a process of training and accrediting um, a number of these ICT businesses across the country. Uh, NBN has. I NBN think. has. I think we have 1,100 that we've uh, worked with now. These are, these are, are they listed on your they website? Are, they're listed on our so website. So they're accredited information, communication and technology businesses. A lot of them might be just like small consultancies. Precisely. Yep, right. Who you? When you say you credit them, you've you've run the slide rule over them. You make sure that they're legit. You've done a little bit of training with them, I guess. We've spent time training them on the different NBN uh, yep. offerings, um, so they they're very well aware of what they can get access to on the NBN side uh, through retailers. Um, but also, then the nature of their business is they're they're expert in these things that you're talking about, these business processes. So they're dudes or chicks who will come to your business and say to you, "Okay, Paul." Your business would do really a lot better if you use maybe these five, six tools. And these are some providers of the tools, the software, digital tools that we've worked with in the past that are pretty good. Yeah. 
Exactly. And 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 maybe the things are we're going to help you do faster, more accurate payroll. We're going to give you faster, more accurate point of sale system. We're going to give you faster, more accurate, more complete um, zero, like a system of accounting. Uh, we're going to blah, blah, blah. We're going to give you management counts once a month as a result of using zero. Is that what we're talking about? Exactly. Yeah. So, um, and, and maybe better digital uh, marketing uh, campaigns or and or tools to you know, get your stuff up on the on Instagram or Facebook, whatever it is you're using it for. I think social is an enormous part oh, of the new economy. And the, again, the reality is so many small businesses either don't understand it or don't know how to use it. And they miss an enormous opportunity of getting their product out there and getting people, getting eyeballs uh, interested in buying whatever they have to sell. It's because it's, I've actually experienced this myself recently. Um, uh, we were using at Yellow Brick Road um, a, um, a scheduling app for putting our stuff up on Instagram. And basically scheduling app is that we do all our content, film it and or take photographs and put up the captions and we schedule into this particular app and, you know, we have a hundred and whatever it is, branches around Australia and they'd all had to go up at the same time, five times a week. And this app didn't have the capacity. Um, and then we got a fantastic one, I, I don't mind mentioning, it's Hootsuite, um, which why it was really important for us is because Hootsuite has a presence here in Australia. They actually got people here who you can go and talk to who do the training for you. You know, because it's, it's these are complex things to do, sure. and they're not easy to do. You nearly got to be a film production dude to be able to work it out, and um, and that's an example because that actually enhance that software enhances our our ability to send out our message through the Instagram platform and Facebook platform and LinkedIn platform too. I think LinkedIn's part of it as well. So that's a good example of a digital tool software that actually enhances our business. Now, we made the mistake, we didn't ask anybody. We made the mistake internally of doing our own research of all the providers. We didn't have an ICT person come and talk to us or an ICT organization come and talk to us. We actually tried to work it out ourselves. And um, to be frank with you, I wish I had have asked someone who was a information, communication and technology expert person to come in in the first place because I wasted a lot of money, create a lot of frustration and a lot of time was lost in in terms of building leads because you know, we use this tool to build leads and presence and awareness of, of our message. Is that what you're talking about? Absolutely. And I think another huge dimension uh, is that of reviews. So small businesses now are subject to the same uh, reviews that uh, the big businesses have been in the past. Yeah. And, and consumers... Look, they read those reviews. So you've got a business, people, and you want someone to come. You've got a plumber, you're a plumber, you've got a website, or you've got an Instagram account, and, you know, you, you and I ring, because I, I want this plumber to come out. Someone says, Mark, go and check this plumber out. His name's Paul, and he's going to come into your house. I will go and check a review on him. That's what I, I, I always, or get my EA to do it. Is there something written about this dude? Talk, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, and if there, if uh, if you're not aware, uh, if you're not engaged in social media, then either you won't know what those reviews exist, you won't be you won't be shaping them, you won't be influenced, you're not promoting yourself, and your business will suffer. Uh, how do you, how do people find your business in the first place? Now they don't look in the yellow pages. First thing they do is they Google it. So so where do you appear in mm. the uh, in in the web searches, things like that? So all these different uh, 
needs, these digital needs are shaping businesses now and they're shaping the success or the failure of those businesses. You can't ignore this anymore. You have to understand technology to a degree or get help from people who do uh, because you, the success or failure of your business will be, will be completely dependent on it. And that's what the research is, is bearing out that those that are investing in technology, that are understanding their needs and that are putting themselves onto, you know, having access to the right plans, the right internet um, technologies are simply doing a lot better than those that aren't. But it, and I, I'm going to finish off in a second, but I, I, I have to, I'll ask you this question. It makes sense what you're saying. It sounds, it sounds good what you're saying. Um, but how do I convince somebody who's running a really successful coffee shop and always has for the last 30 years, how do I convince them that if they don't do something, eventually the market will move ahead of them or someone or someone could, someone could get a new, could enter into your environment and down the road next door, wherever, and take your customer base away from you just because they've got far better systems or is that just not going to be the case? I mean, like, what do, what do we say to these individuals? You know, like because because we're saying to them, maybe you need to invest ten grand a year. They say, "Well, I'm don't invest anything at the moment. I'm doing pretty good." I mean, what, what what's the reply to that that particular business, or is that one business who doesn't need to have any access? If they're doing extremely well, then maybe they, maybe they don't. But I think Do you those... think there's a re- what would you say to them if you if they if it's your brother? What would you say to him? I'd say you're being naive. The world is moving. Explain very that quickly. to me a little bit more. Just. Businesses succeed and fail all the time now. I think uh, yep. something the statistics are something like one in two small businesses over a five-year period fail in Correct. Australia. It's it's uh, extremely high. But you you keep using the example of zero. I think if you look at the research that zero have put out specifically, they say, and and I might get this uh, stat slightly wrong, but they say something like uh, only fifteen percent of businesses that are using the online accounting platforms like theirs fail over that same five-year period. The statistics are really clear, right? Those businesses that are ignoring technology are much more susceptible to failure than those that don't. Right. Uh, so you, my advice to- So it's eliminating risk as opposed to saying you're going to fail because I'm your brother and you just told me, Mark, why don't you try and eliminate some of the risk? Eliminate risk or access more opportunity. And or both. Yeah. And or both. Yeah. So Mark, you don't realise your business might be doing- 10 grand a week now in coffee sales. But, you know, it's quite possible you can do 12 grand a week in coffee sales. There could be a 20% uplift if you start to tell everyone in the district where, you, where you're operating from how good your coffee is or you make sure that your coffee is rated and people say what their experience was like or you or use you sim- Wi-Fi or whatever. Or you take cost out of your business. You might be doing 10 grand in turnover, but your cost may be nine and a half grand. Yeah. If you can automate a lot of your back end, if you, as in you can automate your payroll, you can automate your best statements, your accounting. Uh, if your point of sale is plumbed into something other than, uh, you know, a piece of paper at the end of that, you can take a lot of cost out. It may, may simply be just making your business more profitable through investing in, in that kind of technology. But all of these things come back to the same thing. You need to educate yourself. Uh, you need to get the right advice. Talk to your retailer, talk to your ICT partner, talk to NBN, get that advice. Understand that the underlying access offerings, the the plans you can get from retailers are different. So once you understand your needs, make sure you get the right plan, whether it's an NBN plan, a business plan, if that's what your needs are, get the right plan to meet your needs. To me, and I'm going to finish off on this, but to me, I reckon one of the most important parts of this whole discussion apart from all the sort of fundamentals that you've gone through, 
is to make sure that you find one of these ICT people because and that 1100 or whatever it is you said is listed on your website, the NBM website, <laughs> to me that's gold for them. I mean, I, if I was an, uh, an ICT advisor or someone who made money out of this sort of stuff, I'd be wanting to get on that site because I wouldn't even know where to find an ICT person. Uh, uh, an information, communication and technology advisor or consultant. That's what we're talking about. They need to get a new name. ICT is too complicated. No one knows what the hell that means. Um, they, they need to be seen as a, a specialist trade for making businesses more efficient and more profitable and giving and putting more time into your life. To me, they're critical people. I don't know if there's another name somewhere else overseas, but if we need an education program about how do you find this dude, how do you find this girl, this guy who can actually show me what are the most efficient digital software and or strategies that I can employ in my business, in my business type, to win me more customers, to save me costs and to give me more time, give me back time because that's what we want. We all want time back. When I get time back, it means I can work hard on my business, which means I can do more sales, save more costs, employ more people, be nicer to my staff, be nicer to my customers, or it might just mean I'm going to go and spend some time with my family. But that's the thing that digital tools give you. They give you time. How you choose to use the time is up to you, but they give you time. And I love that. And we need to find people who can, we need to find these people. So you're saying the list, you've got a list of them. That this is not an exhaustive list. They're just people you guys have accredited. Because most people would know who these people are. They wouldn't know how to find them. I don't know where they are on the internet. I don't, wouldn't know how to Google them. or I, don't, I wouldn't even know what to type in the search. What would you type into the search? I think what you'll find is most businesses already have some degree of relationship with a an IT provider of some description. The person who came in and set up your printers, set up your fax machine, set up your alarm system. They're the same types of businesses. What would you type what would you type in to find one of these people? What would I type yeah, in? Yeah, I would I'd, 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 personally I'd go straight to the NBN website because we've we've done a lot of work with these guys. But that'll uh, do me. That no, I'm good. I'm good with that. That'll do me. So you've accredited eleven hundred plus of people. You've you guys have put them through the program. You've got them listed. I don't need to go into Google because I'm gonna Google even if I do know what to type in the search, I'm gonna find probably five thousand people and I don't know which one I'm gonna look at. I'm happy to go to the NBN website, look at eleven hundred and pick one from there. I might just get picked the name one that starts with B because my surname starts with B. Paul, thanks very much, mate. Pleasure. Great work. Thanks for having me. Digitization of your business for the future, for survival, for having more time up your sleeve and for being more successful. For me, the stats are there. You've got to do it. Thanks, Paul. Thanks very much. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.